time for a little something extra from the apple seed. And now, here's your host, Sam Payne. It's such a pleasure to have you with us for a little something extra here in the podcast. Here on The Appleseed, we bring you a full hour-long episode filled with stories for you and your family just about every day. And we also like to post a little extra story, something just a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with a great story. Of course, that's where you are now at today's Appleseed Extra. And often, we like to bring you something inspired by something you heard in the full hour-long episode. Now, in today's full episode, we brought you a Jack tape from Ed Stivander, a story called Jack and the Magic Boat. And we thought we'd bring you another Jack tale here in the Appleseed Extra for today. This is kind of a spooky tale told by Judy Dockery Young. And we not only get to see Jack in action, but his grandparents as well. When a giant monster terrorizes the valley where they live, how will this trio outsmart it and save the valley? Find out in Jack and the Sally Valley, told for you by Judy Dockery Young on the Appleseed. Once upon a time in the wooded hills of the Ozarks, there lived a smart young boy named Jack. He had climbed a bean plant, and he had killed a giant, but now he was visiting his grandma and grandpa in their log cabin in a valley. Up in the hills above Jack's grandma's cabin, there lived a monster that folks called the Sally Valley. He would come sallying forth into the valley and scare the people. He would eat their horses and cows and kick down their log cabins just for meanness. The Sally Valley was one bad critter. Sometimes he even ate people. It was autumn when Jack came for his visit. Jack's grandpa had a crop of apples in his orchard that were the biggest, reddest, sweetest apples Jack had ever seen. The smell of those apples cooking in a big black pot over an outdoor fire filled the valley. All the neighbors smelled the apples when they were cooking. So did the Sally Valley. That old Sally Valley had come down out of the hills two times before, picked up the big black pot hot from the fire, and drunk the apples like a jug of cider. He would have eaten Jack's grandma and grandpa, too, if they hadn't run away and hid for two days. Jack's grandpa needed to pick more apples to take to town and sell for some cash money. Jack agreed to help him. They took two big buckets and went to the orchard to pick. The apples were so good that they ate a few while they were picking. The smell of those sweet, sweet apples filled the air and woke the sleeping Sally Valley in his cave. You know, said Grandpa, we ought to make a Sally Valley trap and use these apples as bait. Soon they were both bragging about how easily they could catch that old Sally Valley. They began to laugh and joke about it and forgot to keep watch for the Sally Valley. Sure enough, over the hill came the Sally Valley, brought by the smell of the apples. The Sally Valley was 20 feet tall with 18 feet of him legs. He had long, ugly hair and ears as big as the bed of a wagon. His arms hung so low they dragged the ground and his mouth had so many teeth it looked like a laundry basket full of butcher knives. The Sally Bally roared like a mountain lion, arguing with a steam engine. Jack and his grandpa began to run toward the house with the Sally Bally chasing them. Jack threw down his bucket of apples and the critters stopped to eat them. Bucket and all. 
When the Sally Bally had almost caught up to Jack and his grandpa, grandpa threw down his bucket and the critters stopped to eat those apples too. While the Sally Bally was picking his teeth with the bale of the second bucket, Jack and Grandpa ran to the cabin and yelled for Grandma to run and hide. Run, Grandma yelled Jack. Here comes the Sally Bally. Knowing they didn't have enough time to run away, Jack and Grandpa turned over the big black pot in the front yard and hid under it. Grandma was sitting on the front porch taking in the cool breeze and weaving on her wooden loom. She saw Jack and his grandpa come running. She even saw the Sally Bally come over the hill and look around for them after they had hidden under the big black pot. But Grandma was a tough old lady, and she just puffed on her pipe and went on weaving on her loom. The Sally Bally came dragging over to the cabin, stepped over the black pot without looking under it, and growled at Grandma, Where are those men folks at? growled the Sally Bally. I ain't seen them, said Grandma, weaving on her loom. You'd better tell me where they're at, said the Sally Bally, leaning over the roof of the porch and blowing his hot, stinky breath down on Grandma, or I'll smash your porch flat. The porch was Grandma's most favorite place to be, so that threat made her mad. Lean over here close if you want to hear, she said to the Sally Bally. He leaned way down and put his big old ear to the porch. Quick like a bunny rabbit, Grandma jumped into the Sally Bally's hairy old ear and pulled her loom and rocking chair in after her. Then she sat back down and went back to work, rocking in her chair and weaving on her loom. The noise almost drove the Sally Bally crazy. The rocking chair squeaked and the weaving loom creaked. The Sally Bally jumped around in circles, hollering and yelling. He scratched his ear, he shook his head, and he rolled on the ground. But Grandma was used to riding in a wagon over the roads in the Ozarks. And this ride in the critter's ear was mild by comparison. Finally, the Sally Belly couldn't stand the noise of the rocking chair and the weaving loom any longer. He decided to beat his head against a nearby cliff to see if he couldn't knock the grandma and her furniture out of his ear. He stood beside the cliff and beat his big ugly head on the rock so hard that he fell down dead. By now, Jack and his grandpa had come out from under the black pot and had run up to help grandma. They carried the loom between them and grandma carried the rocking chair upside down on her head. The three walked back to the cabin in the valley and cooked a big pot of apples. Well, said Jack to his grandma, now that you've killed the Sally Bally, what are you going to do with him? Ain't gonna do nothing, said Grandma. The moss will grow on him, and the ferns will grow on him, and the weeds will grow on him, and by next spring you won't even know he was ever there. And you know, she was right. <laughs> Jack and the Sally Bally, a story told for you by Judy Dockery Young. That's from a collection called Favorite Stories of American Children. And uh, there's a lot on every episode of The Appleseed. We hope you'll join us not only for these Appleseed extras, but for full hour-long episodes of the show filled with stories for you and your family. I'm Sam Payne. It's such a pleasure for me to be with you, and I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a little something extra from The Appleseed. Google The Appleseed Podcast and subscribe for something new just about every day. The Appleseed with Sam Payne. <laughs>